Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I've had a rough week. To be honest, I've had a rough couple of months. On top of the pandemic and political uncertainty, I've also had a growing business, which is good and stressful. A new cohab, which I love, it's just change. A stalker and the usual everyday stuff. But I've got it pretty good, really, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you, too. Thank you for spending a bit of your time with me for this show. This morning, I was talking with NJ Cole, or Kim, the host of our Kinky Book Club, co-host of Flipping the Switch, and one of our amazing MCs for more than yes or no. And we were talking about stress. And this writing came to mind and I realized that it's Thursday, throwback Thursday, which means it's the perfect day to record this writing from just over a year ago, September 5th, 2019. Because I think it applies to pretty much everyone I know right now. We're all just a little closer to our bite threshold than we were a year ago or than we normally would be. And while I usually have zero patience, I'm trying to and to be compassionate with myself and with others. When good people snap. I spent 22 years working with dogs as an amateur enthusiastic dog trainer. I worked in obedience, rally, agility, showing, rescue, and rehab. I did it for fun and because I love dogs. And it made me a better human too. In fact, I learned a lot about humans from dogs and dog training. One thing I learned from Jean Donaldson in her book, The Culture Clash, was about the bite threshold. The idea is that even good dogs will bite when pushed far enough. And as people with dogs, it's our responsibility to learn to see when far enough is coming too near. To learn our dog's stress levels and what adds to those levels and see when it's piling on and becoming too much. For some dogs, their stress tolerance level is fairly low. For others, it's quite high. However, add up enough stress and dogs will hit the red zone where they're likely to bite. They may not. They may growl or raise their hackles or run and hide or do anything except bite, or they may not. Especially if running is not an option or cowering is not making the stressor go away. For example, let's take a look at Fido. Fido is a good dog. He's 12 years old, has never bit anyone, nor has he ever even shown signs of biting. He's usually quite mild-mannered. And yet today, he reached his bite threshold. How? Well, A, at 12 years old, Fido has started feeling his age a bit. For the past few months, he's been waking up a bit stiff in the morning with arthritis. His people haven't noticed yet, and Fido can't speak, so it's untreated. It's not bad, but it's there. B, it's been a bad year for fleas this year, and even though Fido's owners are conscientious about keeping him protected, he still gets bit once in a while, and he's slightly allergic, so it really bothers him. He got bit this morning, and he's feeling itchy and unsettled. 
see. It's a rumbly day with thunder in the distance. Fido hates thunderstorms, hates them, like cowers behind the couch and drools hates. It's not here yet, and Fido's people are taking him on a walk. He's on high alert. D, there's another dog barking at Fido from across the park. It's a small stressor, but it adds to the list. On its own, it wouldn't affect Fido. Added on top of everything else right now, mm, it puts Fido at 87% of his bite threshold. Poor Fido is stressed. And E, this can be literally any other stressor. A small child running up to Fido out of nowhere. A man with a beard. Fido is a rescue and doesn't like men with beards. A loud noise to startle Fido. A trip to the vet. Super stress. Anything. And if Fido bites, his people will likely say, the bite came out of nowhere. But it didn't. And humans are the same way. Some humans have a low snap threshold. They snap often. It may not be a big snap or an earth shattering snap, but they snap. Some humans have a high thre snap threshold, like Fido. They almost never hit that danger zone because it's way up here. And when they do, it may not result in a blow up, but it may because everyone, everyone has a breaking point, even John Wick. And so when your normally cool friend who always takes care of everything with calm and aplomb finally hits that point, you might say, it came out of nowhere, or this isn't like you. But that's no more true for people than it is for dogs. For example, Layla is having a rough day. You probably wouldn't know it. Heck, she might not know it because she's used to managing things well and making shit happen. But it's piling up on her today. A, she's got a low grade headache. Maybe she's developing allergies. Maybe she's got a mild sinus infection, but it's there. B, she didn't get enough sleep last night. She usually sleeps like a rock, but for some reason she was tossing and turning last night and she doesn't feel rested. C, it's morning and there's already a fire to put out at work. D, John, the coworker who should be responsible for taking care of the fire that he started is not in today. He called out sick, leaving this for her to deal with the angry client. E, Sam just called to let her know that the weekend they've been planning for a month isn't going to happen. He needs to work this weekend to meet a deadline. Again, Layla gets upset and raises her voice. And Sam is confused. She's usually so understanding. It's never been a problem before. They're both busy people and they've always worked around these things. He says, is it really this big of a deal? And pushes Layla into the snap zone. She yells and hangs up the phone. Sam says to himself, well, that came out of nowhere. When it might've helped to think, huh, that's unlike her. I wonder what she might be dealing with to make her react like that and how I can help. After all, I was looking forward to this weekend too. Kingsters have a special stressor that others don't have. For kinky people, not fulfilling our kinks is a stressor. 
I know that when we get into relationships based on kink, life can step in and make things less kinky for a while. Just like in vanilla relationships and all relationships where romance and sexual desire might wax and wane, kink might wax and wane over time. Kink, like exercise or zoning out playing video games, is for many people a stress relief. A way to bring themselves back from the snap threshold and put life in perspective. And when that doesn't happen, that threshold might be a little lower and the reactions might be a bit more extreme when they come. I'm not saying that people have no responsibility for their behavior just because they've reached the snap threshold. We do, of course, we always do. I'm saying that when it happens to the people we love, it's a good thing when we can be a bit more understanding and look at how we can help rather than simply assume that they're being some kind of asshole for no good reason. Reading through this today, I realize that so many people are going through that kinky stressor right now. In fact, that was part of the conversation I had with NJ Cole and Kim this morning. We are healthy, we have partners, have jobs, and we have the privilege to shelter in places we choose. And yet we're missing some of that kinky stress release that has been a part of our lives for years. Are you missing your kink or something else? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at datingkinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes. And on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.